What's up, hot people? My name is Tono. And I'm Hunter. And this is Bangers. The hottest, queerest, new music and pop culture podcast. This week, we'll be getting a little bit into about the girl who put Gorilla Glue in her hair, icon Miss Britney Spears. Free Britney. And the newest bangers, including my newest single, Triple XL. Plus size represent. Rebecca Black's Friday remix, and so, so much more pop culture goodness. Right to your speakers every Wednesday, or whatever day you're listening to this on. Let's get into it! All right, we're <laughs> going to start off with the biggest, biggest news that has come to light on Saturday, uh, the 13th of February. Um, obviously, news on the, the status of Gorilla Glue Girl. Oh, wait, what happened today? I didn't realize anything happened today. Oh, nothing. I was just making a joke about how we're not really going to talk about how he, Mr. Mr. Turnip, did got acquitted. Uh, I that just, I just oh. don't want to, we shouldn't be giving light to that. <laughs> the turnip. He's already not our president That's anymore, so, so I'm just like, ugh. Yeah, he, not my president from the start. I've been telling y'all. Truly. Anyway. The Gorilla Glue Girl, also known as Tessica Brown. We should we should note that him uh, him being acquitted is is fucking awful, and this country is awful. Um, and the people who oh it yeah, fuck Republicans, fuck the America kaka. Mm-hmm. But anyway, and fuck big corporations like Gorilla Glue. Yeah, what? Okay, like okay. So if you don't know, and if you've been in a hole, this this little gal, Tessica Brown, a queen. She put Gorilla Glue in her hair. What was the reason? Like, did she, was she slicking back? She just wanted her hair to be laid. She just wanted to be laid. Oh, (laughs) that is so fucking funny. I mean, like, not funny at all because, like, that happened. But, I mean, (laughs) I'm really, I'm I'm happy she's okay. Uh, Me, well, she's mostly okay. She's, She's on her way. Yeah, well, I'm glad that she got it out of her hair. Because the last week, when was the first TikTok posted? What, can you, like... I have her TikTok up on my phone so I can look, but I'm not sure what it looked like. So if I just search up Gorilla Glue Girl, she is one of the first options if my phone Her at name is I'm at I'm underscore D underscore O-L-L-A-D-Y. I'm D old lady. Tessica Brown. And it looks like she posted it the first one, I think, on two, three. So that's 10 days ago. 10 days. Oh, she's been shit. She's had glue in her hair. That means like like if I went without a wash in my hair for ten days. I mean, obviously, I like I'm I'm white, and so we have our hair is immensely different. But if anybody goes ten days without washing their hair, yeah, and you put glue in, if you put anything in it, that's gotta be awful. And mm-hmm. Gorilla Glue really, like, they should be compensating her first. They first should. and foremost, and also because just like some of the statements that they've been making just have been like not out of pocket but just like not in the best lie i don't they have said, statements pulled up right now i do oh okay <laughs> i have the receipts prepared. we are ready <laughs> i took screenshots i came pre fucking prepared they said they tweeted this or they tweeted it and they posted it on instagram it's a it's a picture and it's full of text. It says, We are aware of the situation, and we are very sorry to hear about the unfortunate incident that Miss Brown experienced during our s- using our spray adhesive on her hair. This is a unique situation because this product is not for use in or on hair, as it is considered permanent. Our spray adhesives... Of course it doesn't. Our spray adhesives states in the warning label, Do not swallow, do not get in eyes, on skin, or on clothing. It is used for craft 
home auto or office projects to mount things or to surface such as papers, cardboard, wood, laminate, and fabric. We are glad to see in her recent video that Miss Brown has received medical treatment for her local medical facility and wish her the best. Um, I did not see the date on this one, but still, I mean, it had to have been, I think, I know she got it out of her hair, like, a few days ago, but still, like, they should be running her a bag, and I hope that they will, if not, like, or at least paying for her medical care. Yeah, and people are saying she's, like, dumb for it, but, like, if you hear about, like, what drag queen queens do to get, like, the look that they're going for. People put glue on their eyebrows. Exactly. They they put glue on their eyebrows. They use wig glue for their eyelashes, which you're not supposed to do. I don't, I don't think it's like a far stretch for her to be like, oh, this doesn't explicitly say that I shouldn't use this on my hair and I just want my wig to be laid. <laughs> exactly. Like, ridiculous. And um, I hope that she's okay. But I can't believe that she came out with merch. We, we just <laughs> opened up her TikTok right before we started recording. And we said, oh, she has merch. And there's a T that says, where's my hair? And then she's hold. it says... Well, it's just like a glue bottle, but she's scrolled, so I can't really see. But it's very clearly not Gorilla Glue because obviously <laughs> they get the Sue. And she also has sweats and a shirt that says Bonded for Life that has her TikTok face on it. So I like Bonded for Life. I like Bonded that one. for Life. Get that. <laughs> Shout out Tessica Brown. She's the queen. Mm-hmm. Uh, she really is. She really she is. She really is. In other TikTok news, I did have another viral TikTok. She's you kind of go off on TikTok. I'm a little bit jealous that you go off on TikTok. If the at bangers podcast TikTok could go off the way Tono goes off on TikTok, that would be awesome. Follow us I, at. Bangers I was thinking podcast. about that today. I'm like, and the only reason I'm I'm pretty. I, I know the only reasons like I'm going off on TikTok are because A, I'm showing off my body, and B, I'm saying 100% either controversial opinions. Yes, either controversial opinions or I'm calling out people because like this is like the second or third time where I've just said something like kind of abrasive, and it's uh, it's gotten me the numbers, so it's working. It wasn't abrasive. What happened was Tono did a stitch of a video, correct? Yes, it was a stitch. And what was the like the 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 primary? What was the video that you did? Can you explain it to the crowd? Yes, to the class. The video, um, without okay. So I'm gonna tell you how I saw it without any context, and then give you a little bit of context before I talk about my part. So the video itself is this guy, and he's like, "You guys, you need to learn how to sew." And then he's standing in the middle of these pants that are are he's literally skinny white guy. Yeah, super tiny. And these are obviously like at least size, like, I don't know, like 36 pants, like at the very least, or even larger, because he literally like puts his arms out. He's like, there's so much room for activities. And then he's like, he turns the pants into like these skinny ass Forever 21, like just basic jeans. And I, I. Oh, he sewed them into pants? They were already pants? They were literally already pants for somebody else. And he just made them and he turned them into skinny, skinny, skinny jeans. And I guess, so people are like, come, like one of the things where people are coming at me for, and they were like, it's, it's his brother's pants that he gave to him. Um, but on his page, I did like a little bit of sleuthing. I didn't do enough sleuthing to figure out that they were his brother's pants, but I did find out. He hashtag he, thrift and thrifted on yes, his, on his yes. page. I pulled it up right now. I'm looking at your TikTok and exactly. I'm trying to find, and I'm, now I'm looking at his original post. What I got from it was that he was like giving like, th- like quote unquote thrifting tips and what? Hunter is showing They're me something. They're just regular ass pants. I'm know, showing not, him yeah, a screen of the pants. He turns them into the most boring pants that you can find on literally any rack. It's literally the same exact thing that he thrifted that, that he bought from 
bot that was made for plus size people. And so I made a TikTok that was like, you guys don't need you skinny people. I didn't say skinny people, but I said, you don't need to learn how to sew. You need to learn how to find clothes in your own size because you are stealing from plus sized people who already have such a small selection of clothes. And everyone and everyone's like trying to tell me like, oh, there's places like ASOS or like all oh, these other places. I'm like, those places are expensive. But is there? But like that's what like that's why we go to thrift there stores is, for. But it's like it's like it's not enough. It's still not enough of variety. Like it's it's just very small. It's literally like exactly. if you go into a Forever Twenty One and you look at the Forever Twenty One. Or even if you size, go into a thrift store. Exactly. Even if you go into a thrift store, it's all it's like this like the bigger sizes. They're one picked over for that reason, and two picked over because fat people thrift there because that's one of the only places they can find really really good clothes. Mm-hmm. So like what? And I'm so sorry that you had to like go through those comments of people and like I really I read through them and like they're really just so ridiculous being like oh I've been deleting comments stealing. left and right oh. it's, it's so fun to run my own page and just block people that disagree with me exactly <laughs> and not the, everyone I love social media because you get to you get to like put out what you are you get to show people like e- your version of who you are to people mm-hmm. on the internet which is amazing yeah I get to curate it like I'm my own algorithm <laughs> exactly like you don't see what i don't want you to see which is amazing but if i'm mm-hmm. gonna if I, if you want to talk shit about them go for it and i'm glad that that's what gets you the likes so maybe exactly. we should talk to talk shit on at bangers podcast on <laughs> on tiktok maybe but also a follow maybe ton, a at ton of the rapper on podcast on tiktok because it's got a good tiktok he kind of i do make some key. good tiktok i really do i i do have a lot of fish traps but i i am very funny sometimes <laughs> <laughs> I do want to address just some of the points that people are making just so I can cover all my bases. Um, I obviously, if you are buying larger clothes because you are like have a deformity, like, you know, maybe conjoined, conjoined twins are one example of many. If you are of a marginalized like group and you are buying clothes, that's plus size clothes for that reason, that's different. That's not, that's not who I was talking about. You need the room to like fit in your body, or like, mm-hmm. did people come in your comments saying that? Uh, uh, saying stuff what like if, that. What if you're a me. what if you're a conjoined twin? What are the odds of that? No, no, no one said conjoined twin. I just I just oh. brought that as oh, an example. Okay, okay. That was one of the things that <laughs> I would think of why someone would buy like larger size clothing, or like some people were like, what if I like to wear like just one or two sizes bigger? And I'm like, okay, cool. Are you taking from the plus size section? No, then it does. This doesn't include you. This the my conversation was very much pointed at. The, the skinny people who are buying up all the plus size clothes just to sew them for themselves or sell them on Depop or something. It's just like, that's who I was attacking. I mean, even oversized wearing is a like, is a gray area of that too. Like be like wanting to wear your clothes oversized. If, if, I mean, if it's fashion rather than feeling insecure and needing it for your self-worth, that makes sense, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's a fine line. There's a fine line. It'll be a fine line. (laughs) Sorry, I just got into this. The the mic really got. I got into it. It's okay. You know, it, <laughs> you, we should we should probably get into some more like casual fat phobia. You know, like how the media treated Britney Spears all those years ago. Segway. <laughs> was like, it's crazy because like, was she really considered fat? I mean, maybe when she was maybe in like when she started having a baby and like being a mom. But that's so terrible. I hate watching like old two thousand stuff because everybody's so skinny. And then like this little twig says. I'm so f-. they're the fat person in the group and they make jokes, subtle jokes about them being the fat friend. And we're like, 
What? And they have one Cheeto in their hand. But was Britney that? I mean, she's obviously, she's a lot of things. She's an icon. I love her. Yeah, she's an icon and she was a mom who was going yeah. through it. Okay, Leave that's Britney true. alone. <laughs> Leave Britney alone. Britney is an icon and we love her so much. Uh, it, this, I mean, obviously, last week um, who, on Hulu, the New York Times Presents dropped a documentary called Framing Britney Spears. And it was all about the, her conservatorship and everything. Just basically like her growing up under the spotlight and everything that was crazy, crazy happened to her. And um, this week... She actually, like, she's obviously, I don't know how often she's in court, but this week she was. And there was the opportunity for the judge to take her dad off of the conservatorship and have a bank take over instead. And they kept um, her dad and then they chose to have another neutral party. And it's like, I just think her dad shouldn't be anywhere near her at this point. No, like that man has clearly been a huge part of, of like ruining her, not ruining her career, but like keeping her career what it is and not her being able to be free and not to mention all of the mental health it has, the toll it has taken on her. Like we can't speak to her. The public can't. It was crazy in that documentary that like they couldn't reach her at all. They had all this information, but honestly, most of it was just like old stuff and like lawyer, like lawyer information and things like that not that it wasn't a great documentary it was it really brought to light things like that i mean there were some like first-hand accounts of just people that have been close to britney uh oh yeah and just and, like including her now boyfriend i'm pretty sure like I, I think it's her now boyfriend like came forth and was like this guy's an asshole this guy's a dick <laughs> oh it was on okay. my, it was on my I, twitter moments like the other day hell yeah so she's an icon i, I mean they're I free Britney, honestly, period. And fuck Curly Mouse Dad. Truly, truly. <laughs> I I mean I do I do wish that I would have seen her at her, her Vegas residency because uh, Tell me why I was in Las Vegas when she had her residency in 2017. Like I could have went to that. Isn't that crazy? You didn't. That's on you. No, I didn't go to that. Yeah, that really is on me. And it's also on the media for when I was growing up framing Britney as somebody who like I didn't like when I was a kid I mean in second grade I was Britney Spears because I went oops I did it again video I had like a pop star it was a one shoulder little spandex top and then it was like kind of like latex blue bell bottoms they were really bright and I got in trouble for wearing it at school because it showed my tummy but I wore it anyway like what were they gonna do send me home my mom was a teacher at a different school so she couldn't just leave so (laughs) (laughs) hell yeah but like Obviously, as we grew a little bit older, like, specifically in 2007, like, they really just, like, took advantage, like, the proper, the paparazzi culture and just taking advantage of her every moment and framing her as this, like, terrible person, a bad mom, a somebody who's, like, addicted, like, uh, has added addictions rather than somebody with mental health problems. And, like, the same thing with, like, Paris Brittany, I mean, Paris, um, Lindsay Lohan, et cetera. Yeah, pretty much just any women in the media, or just pretty much anyone the paparazzi like chases around. Yeah, they. It was crazy. It really was like that, though. It was crazy. Like, I remember. I don't know. I just remember watching TMZ as a kid, and like that stuff was insane. My mom, like, I would have to watch it before my mom would get home, or like I would have to watch it at like a friend's house because like it was just like crazy stuff like it happened, and like I don't know. They really took advantage of her, and it was rough, and like they're constantly hounding her, and like. And everybody like that. And I'm so glad to not be adult, adult in that time. 
it's it's also just wild to me how like the main like paparazzi guy that was in the documentary and the like confessionals was like yeah she gave no indication of uh her wanting to be left alone when she literally would be like leave me alone i'm scared <laughs> if he literally would if he said and it was our job and it was our livelihood and as if the I don't know. It's crazy. Fuck that guy entirely, right? <laughs> I'm like, gonna have to agree. And uh, fuck also, fuck Justin Timberlake on another Timberlake. level. Was he, I remember them talking, I know that he was a little bit in the documentary. I mean, obviously, there's a lot come about with him recently. But was he in the documentary? Did they say anything about him? Yeah, so they touched on like the, uh, the them dating a little bit and mostly the breakup just because like okay that's what I remember because like Justin like revealed that he had sex with Britney and then they talked a little bit about how just which was crazy okay I remember that now and it was all about how it was her fault yeah when it it wasn't and Justin Timberlake did apologize today I think or yesterday he apologized in uh in an Instagram post uh to he apologized specifically to Janet Jackson and Britney but it read like a bad Shane Dawson apology I did not see do you have it what um I I do I don't want to read it though I don't want to fucking give him any any attention any attention than the than the bad press are giving him right now um okay yeah, fuck that guy. Fuck Justin Timberlake entirely. It's like the it's the most empty apology that I've, I've I think I've read all year, and it's the out of these two months. Uh, but no, seriously, it's like not it's not a good apology. I don't accept it. Glad he acknowledged it. Now can we actually never see him again? <laughs> yeah, like I don't know. He was single handedly responsible of basically the downfall of Janet Jackson essentially yeah and yeah. like everything with him i don't know the super bowl if you don't know if you are younger um he exposed her at the super bowl like her, her titty popped out and that like he made that happen um during their song together and i don't know and then all the britney things that guy sucks he really can leave mm-hmm. oh and janet jackson was the one that was banned from mtv and performing take his little his Matthew Morrison ass. Wait, you're so right. <laughs> Will Schuster ass. When I saw Glee for the first time, I thought that he was Justin Timberlake all grown up. I was like, oh, what happened to him? Because I loved NSYNC. <laughs> I was a fan. and But yeah. And I remember going back to Britney. I remember them like dating and doing the denim and like breaking up. I just remember it being a thing in like tabloids. And it's just like. I don't know, dude. They really hate that guy, and it sucks that they frame that white man as the person who was not the problem in the situations. Mm-hmm. His fucking appropriating black culture ass, I swear to God. Constantly, from the start. Like, definitely built his career, and that's insane. And I'm okay. I'm I'm over talking about Justin Timberlake. Just know this podcast is a Justin Timberlake free podcast. We would never listen to any single one of his songs ever. And I think that is a joy. I love that about us. <laughs> I love that about us. And for us, this whole time we've been talking, I've been looking up trying to figure out how when they were dating because the fact that he just bragged about having sex with her was disgusting to me. Oh, she was under eighteen the whole time. Okay, <gasps> moving on. Fuck oh, that guy. okay, Satchatory R word. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if he was also. Uh, I don't know if he was also over or under, but 
damn, fuck that guy. But probably over. Anyway, moving on. What's next? What's next on our agenda <laughs> here at Bangers Podcast? It's not. It's not. It's not JT. It's not. It's not JT. It actually starts with an I and a C. Uh, I Carly. <laughs> I Carly on Netflix. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, that's what I've been watching nonstop from this past. Wait, like, have you really? Days. Yes, I've been watching iCarly on Netflix. I have been seeing it on Twitter, like all like the posts and things like that, just because everybody has been watching it because it came out on Netflix. I love Netflix. Um, and the reason I brought this up is because the, two nights ago, this this tweet sent me to no end and it was just freddie from iCarly, the nerdiest nerdy guy and it had to have been the first or second episode because he was just so tiny and this tweet really dragged him and it said freddie has no drip and hold on, I really need to send it to Tono right now because it's very important. It's the most important thing about this podcast, and I need a live reaction, and I'm going to post it on the Instagram. It's the shoes! They're so plucky! It's, I think he's 8 or 10. He has to be little white boy Freddie Benson. He's wearing a blue and black striped polo shirt, and then he's wearing a white. It looks like a waffle print um, long sleeve shirt underneath, and then big boy jeans. They're like, honestly, like, they're too big for him. Like, they, he should be wearing something a little bit smaller, and that's on him for stealing from smaller sizes. Um, and then he's wearing these big ass black clomp stompers. This is what he looks like. Y'all can't see this, but this is what he looks like. Tono is standing basically in the, um, you had to do it to him pose, but he's just like flexing like Freddie. And this picture had me dying so hard last night. I had not last night, but the night before I had to get up out of bed and go get some more water. Cause I was cracking up. And somebody commented below, they said he has them clomp stompers, and he has them lemon pepper steppers. And if you ever need to insult somebody's shoes- lemon shoes, pepper steppers? What the Lemon pepper steppers. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to retweet it. I will um, go and retweet this tweet the day this po- podcast comes out. Um, every Wednesday, go listen to us on everything. Um, but that will be on all of our social medias. So just so you know, watch iCarly on Netflix, but Freddie has no drip. Also watch when it comes out, watch the iCarly revival. I'm so I'm excited for that. I'm here for it. Is that actually happening or is that fake or? Yeah. So confirmed cast is, uh, Carly, Freddie and Spencer. And then I know it's uh, not Sam just because her situation with fuck Nickelodeon in general. So like I get her not wanting to come back, you know? Is anybody else though? Uh, no. But I, I saw this TikTok saying like, please don't tag Jeanette McCurdy in uh, your iCarly memes and things, just because like she had such a hard time, uh, on on set of that and on Sam and Cat. So this is a reminder to all y'all: please do not tag Jeanette McCurdy, even though Sam Puckett is an icon. We love her. And we love iCarly. And if you're a little bit older or a little bit younger than the millennial age, um, it's just a cute little Nickelodeon show. Um, Amanda Bynes show energy. Just a good. It's hilarious. It's about a, a little girl having a web show in the time where web shows wasn't even like that wasn't really a thing. It was like uh, the, a it was webcast. Like, 
Yeah, I feel like it was around the birth of YouTube because there's a, there's a Fred episode. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely a Fred episode, and there was like One Direction when they were like when they were young, and it's good shit. Maybe I do gotta watch that on Netflix. Damn. Please do. Also, listen to iCarly by Kyunchi on all major streaming platforms. It's a bop. Yeah, not to plug Hulu, Netflix, and Disney Plus. But, like, they're really coming out with some good shows this quarantine. Oh, yeah, Disney Plus and WandaVision. Are you talking about WandaVision? Yes, I'm talking about WandaVision. What? That's the only yes! reason. That and, like, classic Disney movies are the only reason that I go on and watch that. And I, Not that and so WandaVision Raven? is, oh, I don't, I don't, I don't really watch, like, sh- old Disney shows. I don't know. I'd watch iCarly, though, just because it was so iconic. I just don't have, I don't know. And That's a Raven isn't? No, it is. It is. It is. But I don't know. Disney shows just are a little bit different. I have to be right in the mood for them. I didn't really watch that much of Nickelodeon as a kid, so iCarly was specifically iconic to me. If that makes sense? I don't know. But I just have to watch it because it's on Netflix. But anyway, WandaVision is fire, and I haven't even seen any of the any of the Avenger Marvel. It's Avengers. Avengers, I know, because they said it. Yes. <laughs> any of the Avengers movies, and it's so good. Do you want to explain a little bit about it? I mean, uh, yes. Okay, so you have to. You can't. You don't have the choice. Either you get to, or I get to. Am I to. explaining about? Wait, am I explaining about one division? Am I explaining about the Marvel universe? Oh, okay, okay. Just the show, what it is, and if you want to give them background, you can. But I didn't need it to listen to watch the show, so I, it gives me enough background. I feel like. Oh yeah, the show is. It does a really good job at it. Which I got my mom into it, and she. I don't think she's even really seen any of the Marvel movies. But so basically, it's like. It's like uh, it, it's the show, and uh, you have Wanda and Vision, two of the Avengers. Wanda, aka Scarlet Witch, she's got these you know, psychic powers, but it's so much more than that. And then Vision, he's like, he used to be an AI, and now with the power of this, he's little, a robot, little crystal. He, no, he's not. A, he's not a robot. He looks like a robot to me. He looks like a robot superhero. So that's what I think he is. That I, uh, not a no robot. offense to him. Not a robot. Oh, okay. Sorry, Vision. <laughs> he is he is an ethereal being that came to life through a chaos emerald. Okay, not really. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he not references himself emerald, but... as a robot in the show. So I'm gonna call him. I'm gonna continue to call him a robot until <laughs> somebody corrects me again. <laughs> you know what? Actually, they showed cogs and gears in that one episode, so maybe. Yeah, he maybe. definitely like, and yeah, he's definitely a superhero. And basically, it's a little sitcom about him and his wife. And it's, but it's also a sci fi drama, um, Disney Avengers show. And it's really good, like insanely good, especially for Disney. Yeah, I mean, okay, so like with, with the Marvel movies, I've, so I've seen all of them because my boyfriend really likes the Marvel movies. I don't oh, necessarily okay. like all of the Marvel movies, but I will watch most of them. And I do like a good chunk of them. But this, WandaVision, has to be, like, one of the best, if not the best thing that the Marvel Cinematic Universe has ever come out with. Oh, hell yeah. And also because it's it's bringing to light that Scarlet Witch, uh, although in the movies she's, like, the mo- one of the most useless, not useless, just, like, in terms of, like, plot and story, she's, like, pretty, I mean, superheroes- doesn't matter. You know what they do with women, you know? I mean, these days it's a little bit different, but superheroes and women have always, it's always been like hard for them to be iconic. And Wanda 
is a queen. She is the mom she's of the year. She's straight up the most powerful Avenger, period, point blank. She she really is just like, it's just like 11 all grown up, 11 from Stranger Things all grown up, and she's an icon. That's what I'm imagining. That's what I'm, as somebody who's never seen them, but it's gotta be good. And it almost, the, the superhero-ness of the show almost makes me want to watch like where, like the, where it came from. Um, I'll point out some good ones for you. Because I think Wanda herself has only been in like three or four of the Avengers movies. Do you have them off the top of your head, or just? just oh no, not at all. No, 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 I know no, she's okay. in Age of Ultron, and that's it. <laughs> oh okay. Well, it's fine. But watch WandaVision. It's so good, and like it continues to amaze me in the sci-fi realness and the just like the how it goes back to a good, essentially family kind of family e show and sitcom-y and funny and but also dramatic and exciting and it, i feel like it also like kind of dissects and sit um like how tv used to be in different eras which is really cool yeah that is a really fun thing about the show is that every episode um is in a new era so i think it started in black and white tv and now yeah, we're in the, in the 90s so every episode it's in a new decade but they're all the one thing that's driven me crazy is that it's like 25, 30 minute episodes. So as soon as I'm getting into it and it's so, so good, it cuts off and it ends and they show the six minute credit scroll credit scene. And it the drives credits me insane. are so fucking long. Guess what? The last three episodes are going to be hour long episodes. Yeah. So hopefully I'm going to be OK. We get 30 minutes of episode and then 30 minutes of credits. So if you're ever bored on Fridays, go watch WandaVision. It comes out at midnight. That's a really good thing about things like Netflix and Disney Plus. Not not an ad, but we should be, is that they come out at midnight. And the next day, Friday, we come out with New Banger Friday. So go ahead and listen to that. We'll go more on it later. Yeah. And on that note, um, we're going to take a little break before we start talking about New Music Friday and other shows that come on on Friday, like Drag Race. Uh, <laughs> so go get some water. Go uh, Pilates. I don't know. Or listen to this brief ad. Welcome back, hotties of all kinds. Of all kinds. We're back. All kinds. All genders. All kinds. And we're back for our weekly Drag Race segment. Can I just start by We're saying... We're not a drag race podcast. <laughs> we are not, but, like, I feel like I was going to say we are while the drag race is on, but then I was about to, right before <laughs> that, before you said what you said, I was going to say that I feel like drag race has been on constantly since the pandemic. I, I feel like I've oh, literally... Definitely. Is that correct? They said, let's release it now. They've had them all lined up for the next two years. Let's release them now. Drag race season 14 uh drag race uh, all stars season five drag race holland drag race canada now drag race season 14 and drag race uk too that's six seasons since the pandemic started i'm pretty sure i watched uk i'm pretty sure i, I watched the first uk season this during during the panty d too <laughs> we're coming up on a year we're coming up on a year isn't that crazy that's awful to me isn't that insane? the that. last time i went out to eat in a restaurant was a year ago tomorrow it was valentine's day For yeah really i'm pretty sure yeah My isn't God. that crazy and i moved into this like i moved into this apartment almost a year ago and it's crazy like how far i'm thank goodness thank goodness we are safe and like it's just crazy it's been almost a year but they really have been turning it out damn drag race 
Um, in Drag Race news, though, and coronavirus news, this week we revealed that one of our one of my favorite queens, Veronica Green, had the coronavirus, and so in the oh from the from UK season two from UK season two. Okay, I'm so sorry. Like, we're gonna start with UK because this week that's where the drama is. Uh, true, it really <laughs> is. If you're not watching UK, you're only getting a third of the story. If you're not getting watching UK, you're only getting a third of the story. <laughs> but Drag Race UK is so so good, and it, like it's just. I don't know. It's kind of relieving after watching the tensions that are in drag that it's in RuPaul's Drag Race United States of America version. But it was so sad to hear that she had COVID and couldn't come back because this episode they basically started with pre-pandemic and then they said you had to shut down and then they made them go home and then they're back for seven, for seven months. months. So that means seven month pause. I mean that makes sense. Like we thought. In March of last year, the, the pandemic, we thought that we were going to have a summer, remember? We thought we'd be able to go to parties. Yeah. <laughs> like, we thought it would last two, three, one month, two, three months. Like, it's been a year, baby. And it will probably, it'll probably be another year. History shows that. But, oh, yeah. But, so sad to see. And I'm glad to hear that she's safe, correct? Is that what you, is that what you? Oh, she, yeah, she's she's tweeted um, uh, just going through all the messages and processing what, what happened to her, obviously. But yeah, um, yeah she she is alive. She is OK. Recovering, obviously. Good. Um, but this goes just goes to show that you need to be wearing your masks. And if you have the ability to go get fucking vaccinated. Do you know anybody who has had coronavirus? I personally uh, actually. Yes, actually, oh, okay, okay, I, okay. I, I do. A couple of a bunch of my friends in Portland have had a coronavirus, oh, no. but they've all they've all recovered. But they they all obviously suffered. <laughs> yeah. Oh, definitely. It's, it's a, an yeah. awful, awful disease. Yeah, it'll definitely do it to you. I'm glad that everybody that I know has had it has recovered as well. So I'm good to hear that she is. And I'm so glad to hear that you are vaccinated as well. That's so, so exciting. Oh yeah, one one half. Um, I and obviously, so obviously, everybody is not in in this similar situation. Uh, I know some people are like really struggling to go find vaccines. I know there's like you know essential workers and like elderly and immunocompromised people that are yeah. like just really struggling to find resources to get even tests or let alone a vaccine. Um, but I was oh, just yeah. really really lucky because I heard one of my friends had gotten it through. Um, uh, somewhere here in Portland, um, and they were, they it, it wasn't like I think it was like a it's like a private like healthcare thing, but also it, it it's for like Native Americans, but they have like an excess of all of these uh all the vaccinations, and so they've literally just been like throwing it at people. Like Hell when yeah. I called them initially to be like to just get more information, they were like, "Can you come in today?" And I was like, oh, "I have work, but I can come in later." I gave my mom the number that you had that you put in our group chat because I had t- talked with her and because she's a teacher, she's also like in line for the vaccination. But she told me when I gave it to her that she got an appointment, which is awesome. So I am so I don't know. In California, the situation is a little bit different. It's definitely not in excess. And like it's only people 65 and older currently and like medical frontline workers. Um, so hopefully like essentials come on the list soon and we have something like that similar because that's really crazy. Damn. Did you ever think that we would be in this situation when the first time you heard about coronavirus? No. I remember hearing about it when it was only in um, Italy and China. And I remember a friend was like, how are you handling the coronavirus? I was like, I'm not. I don't. 
I was like, I, I don't, I was like, I don't do news, like, unless it's like political, socially affects me or like financial, like, you know, if that makes sense. And, but damn, we're really here. And this until is crazy. This, you know? <laughs> yeah. Until this. Damn. Like. You ever think you'd ever have your nose violated like that? Your your nissy, uh, uh, stick up your My nose? Nissy? Your nissy <laughs> stick up your nose? Like, absolutely never. But damn. These were the good of masks. I like wearing them. Uh, yeah, I love the anonymity. I love the extra fashion. Please wear your fucking masks. Uh, mask it or casket. Mask it or casket. Hell yeah. Um, anyway, back to Drag Race fuck <laughs> i they okay so for for the uk episode they did do like a, like literally they were just talking about how all the queens had been like affected by it and and like how they're all like really financially struggling i can't imagine i mean as somebody who like can do their i'm so lucky to be able to do the creative work that i do from home because i can't imagine to be like a performer and to rely on things like that and like at least like like servers and other tip workers are still like working but like it sucks that it's not as few and far to come by especially specifically drag because like that's like a performance it's not like a dj where you can come in and wear your masks and sit in the back you know like mm. damn well in the same episode that we talk about all these issues like uh if you didn't watch the episode they brought back some of most of the uh eliminated queens to bring one back i'm guessing because veronica was yeah not able to the return. spot was filled yeah and they brought Joe Black back originally. Spoiler alert. That was the first. I was going to say that was the first drag queen to go home. Correct. Okay. Yeah, that, okay. Yeah. She was iconic. I liked her. I was really sad to see what she turned out, but it was only because she wasn't prepared and she hadn't had all this time and she didn't know what was happening. You know, she wasn't around, but yeah. And she was like, you know, financially impacted by exactly. the coronavirus. So she had to go get an H&M dress, which isn't the most unheard of thing to, you know, no, for Drag Race. No, they really all. came for her. They really did. I mean, obviously, there was, like, a previous ASUS situation. But why, like, it's constantly RuPaul. We've said this before, and we'll say it again. Fuck RuPaul. This is not a Drag Race podcast for that reason. It's one of the only top, <laughs> le- it's, only, it's one of the only, like, really, really good and really, really well-produced queer gay content, like, out there for, made for us. and like. It sucks that she's a person behind it, but like, why did she come for them like that? She really said, I don't want to see any fucking H&M on this runway. And like, what? This, this, I don't know. I just think it's really, it's just out of pocket. It feels disrespectful. Like she blew them for a uh, blew up on them for no reason. The previous episode, like. she spoke with Ellie Diamond about how she, her job is she works at a drive through and they made a joke. They're like, oh, any sauces, but like, that's what she does. And you can change that at you, meaning RuPaul. And it's just crazy that, like, she, I don't know, it's one, she knows that they're financially impacted, but, like, I don't know. Rich people don't, they don't, they're on another planial. That's why, like, so many rich people get into Scientology because they really just don't get it. They really, like, aren't, (laughs) like, things are so catered to to them that they don't understand. And RuPaul really just, Says fuck poor people. Says fuck H and M. I don't want to see it on my runway. And I don't know. I think she just didn't know. Like the queen, the queens on her team. It was a group performance. The queens on her team could have helped her out by making her look more like them. But in the beginning, they said, "What are their outfits?" And she said, "Well, mine's kind of basic." And they're like, "Oh, well, okay." But like, <laughs> anyway, kind of a buff for episode because she went home. 
But RuPaul is really, you said it, and I'll say it right here. You wrote it, and I'll say it right here. He's the most socially toned deaf person. Absolutely insane. Yes, absolutely. Not in touch with anything. That's what I mean. Like, they're just, like, RuPaul's the next Scientologist. The fracking was first, the transphobia. Like, it's like, I, I gotta breathe about it. You know, at least on U.S. this week on U.S. Drag Race, they they had some things to say, and I feel like they were mostly all correct. You know, Candy looked beautiful on the run. Candy Muse uh, looked beautiful on the runway, and they they were like, "You look beautiful," and I was like, "Correct." The challenge this week was bead was beat it, beads, beads, beads. Yeah, the runway yeah. beads everything, and it was so good. And Candy came out in this like it was a hat it was a big big wide trimmed hat with just dripping beads everything she said this is the most she said this is the most beautiful i will ever look and it was so iconic it was so good but they've been coming for her and like i don't know and last week when they turned out the disco like they came for her just her plainness and it's just it's the same situation as uk yeah 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 exactly and i don't know but i love her i love the beads i love Mm -hmm. the beads everything and obviously, Simone killed it on the runway this week. Simone Supremacy, the judges agree. Oh, yes. She's so, so good. She, like, the thing about RuPaul really opening the diversity up, because obviously, I don't know, I feel like it used to be all white, white, white queens. And it's so good to see, like, true, like, really good black icons, because she just turns out looks that, like, I feel like if the previous queens were to wear it, somebody would have read them for it in like a micro, like a a racist way. And I'm so glad to be able to see that representation there because like as somebody who isn't black, like that moves me. So how like I I, I just feel like I feel like it's got to be so much more important to people who see someone who looks like them on the runway. She really kills it with her gorgeous bead looks and her hair. And like her do rag a few weeks ago. What was it? Was it a train? It was like a, it was a, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was the train it was the look train. for do rag. Actually, so that look and the look that she presented this week, the judges, uh, RuPaul, you know, whatever about RuPaul's opinion. But uh, yeah. RuPaul himself did say that, that Simone has now served two of some of the best runways of all time. And I'm going to have to agree. Yeah. She really slays it every time. Love Sim- Simone's supremacy. Love her fun bags. She's an icon. So enough about RuPaul's frack race. Uh, I would love to get into... <laughs> Oh, it's a good way Access to end it off. Mouth. It's a good way to end it off. Uh, we owe all that to Bob. We owe that to Bob, the drag queen. She's like, oh. Anyway, I would love to talk about our new bangers of the week. Yeah. We should really get a soundboard, I think. Yes, I'm, I'll, I'll buy Sam's remote online so we can have a soundboard. Is that real? Random dancing. We don't want me random dancing. <laughs> That's dangerous for everybody involved. You know what else is dangerous for everybody involved? Your new fucking banger. Can't believe you dropped a Valentine's hit. Today's the day before Valentine's Day. When you're getting this, it'll be a little few days past. But you can still stream XXXXXL by Tono on all streaming platforms. It is a love letter to my big boys and uh, non-binary thicks with dicks. Thicks with dicks, Tono. <laughs> You're so funny. You blow me away every day. You all, it's, all, it's always something. 
It's so fucking funny. This is a hit. This is a really good one. I love it so much. And I was obviously as somebody who is gets close to you and gets to like hear your music and then making a little bit. I was so sad to not see this be dropped on the album on your EP, but it is so fire. We love the we love the strong like it really throws it back to your distractions EP and gives like the party vibe, the like more your now you're a little bit more electronic, but I like how this is like party music is how I would describe it. I don't know. It's like poppy and electronic at the same time. I don't know what, how I'd do it, but I love her Stan triple X. So stream it. It's actually produced by the guy who did most of distractions and who does most of my music. Um, Julian Chrysostomo or uh, at soft synth bear on Twitter. Uh, also known as winter moot on all major streaming platforms. He's such a great producer. That's I I was confused about how you were talking about it, and then you said winter me. I said hell yeah. I definitely follow him though. So shout out to him. That's so iconic. Stream that on his on his music and stream it on New Banger, our New Banger Friday play, playlist because this is a banger. We really have some good ones this week. Oh yeah, I'm serving you bangers only with my music, and we are serving you bangers only with the New Banger Friday playlist. Next up, we have. The remix of Rebecca Black's Friday. <laughs> That's so funny. Has it really been 10 years? Is it, it 10, 10 years? 10 years. 10 years. It's Friday, Friday. Gotta, gotta get, get down, down on Friday. Friday. Stream new banger Friday. Playlist every <laughs> Friday. That's kind of good. Rebecca, I wanna be on I wanna be on the remix 10 years later. In, in 10 years from the now. The 20 year remix. Yeah, the 2031 remix. I want to be, you'll see me next Friday. <laughs> this is a slapper. It has 303, it has Big Fridia and Don, Dorian Electra, and they're all icons, and I love it all. Like, this is good. And it's produced by Dylan Brady of 100 Gex, so you know it's got that hyper pop realness to it. Wait, is it really? Do you remember where you were the first time? Yes, it is. It is. <laughs> do I remember where I was the first time? Uh, you heard Friday or like heard of it? Oh no, I don't think so. Do you? You have a really good memory for that kind of thing. I just re- uh, like this comment if you have repressed everything from like <laughs> high school. So that would definitely be ten years ago. It, where were you when you heard first? Well, I was in seventh grade. Oh, you were in. We were in. We, were in, we would have been in seventh. Oh grade. damn. So that makes more sense. Definitely also repressed a little bit. So I don't know. I just remember being on the back of the, like, the second to last seat of the bus, and these girls behind me were, like, saying, it's Friday, Friday, and I was like, what are you guys doing? They're like, it's Friday, have you not heard of it yet? And then I went home, I listened to it, I made a YouTube video about it, I was wearing a diary of a wimpy kid shirt, uh, that video no longer exists, sadly, but I was, it was literally iconic. about to say, I'm gonna find it and post it, but you sh- are you sure? <laughs> Is it unlisted? I'm, like, almost positive it's, like, got, I, I can, maybe, maybe it's unlisted, but I I I highly doubt you it. have a lot of your old videos on YouTube. Is your YouTube still the your old name or is it? No, it's Tone. It's of the Tone rapper. of the Rapper. Okay, I didn't. Sometimes I've I've never been able to change my YouTube name. YouTube confuses the hell out of me because I'm connected with Google. But that's another story. But this remix is fire. One has three oh three. So like you already know I'm there because I'm a vegetarian and I'm not fucking scared of them. <laughs> I'm not. I was really here for Big Frida being on it. I love Big Frida. Yeah, it's a good, it, was, it was a good remix. Did you watch the video? It's like... 
Of course, I watched I, the video. I tried to I, watch <laughs> it yesterday morning, just when I was like listening to all the new bangers. Um, because Friday morning, that's what I do, and it was just too much for the morning. I could not. I was like, I have to be like on <laughs> whatever. She, I want whatever she's on. I want whatever Rebecca's on. It's a slapper. Go stream that. You have to. Also, go stream our next song, What's the Word by Cakes Tequila and Proper Villain. This is like really good. This is a good house gay slap. Where did you find this oh, song? 100%. Do you know this artist? Like, how do you. Yeah, I've been following Cakes Tequila for a while. Um, I think one of their songs just randomly came on, like, uh, like a daily mix that I was listening to and I just happened to not skip the song and I was like oh my god this 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 kind of fire this is kind of slappy uh so I've been listening to them for a little bit now um they had also just released their motherland EP I think it's part one oh, uh, yeah. but this is a, a newer single and, and it's, it's it got a lot of this like house vibe um not to bring her up again you know because of her transphobia and everything else but you know if you liked Azalea Banks's music this is very in that vein um you know again like yeah house music uh love it <laughs> it's a good one i liked her it was good and i like the intro because it's literally just like being like hey girl where are you at i'm did she say i'm at the buy bar she said buy bar does that mean like actually buys it's like bars for buys because i love that bars for buys hell yeah i want to go to the buy bar that's iconic man i Me miss Bisexual I'm, men do it better sometimes i miss bars that makes sense there's a duality hey, hey, you know you know if you miss bars, you can listen to the new Young Ma song off the It's yak. Young M.A., Tono. It's literally oh, no! Young M.A. That's, no, it isn't. Yeah. Oh, fuck it is. Yeah, it really is Young M.A. That's okay, though. I'm sorry, Young M.A. No, it's okay. <laughs> it's fine. She's an icon. It, yeah, she's, that's definitely a hard slap. She, like, continues to serve, like, hard trap slaps. I definitely just am inspired by her double usage of the word strap for gun and strap on because she's like the like original <laughs> lesbian rapper that I can like genuinely think of and she's truly an icon. And I bought her dildo set. She has like a strap on she had a strap on she has she, a dildo she set. She has a strap on set. Do you want me to I can show you it if you want. Wait, yeah, show it to me after show it to me after the after show we're done recording. After I would love to see it. That's so funny. They, it came with it came with three. And they're really like soft, which is nice. Like this is not a sex koi podcast or an ad, but like they were like they're one of the best dildos there is. So if you use those, like <laughs> shout out. This is a sex positive, weed pod- positive, fat positive gay <laughs> podcast. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, listen to this one. It's a slapper. It was definitely, like, really hard for me. Like, normally, like I said before, I like easily listening. And I definitely included it because I love her. Um, but she's definitely, if you're angry or if you're just, like, in the mood to listen to something really loud, it's a good new banger. Hell yeah. If you're not as angry, you can always listen to Heaven by Pink Sweats. Okay, this one, oh, this one I found on my release radar and they are one of my like new favorite artists absolutely insane heaven is a good like i listened to it and immediately like it made me want more frank ocean music and it made me have it made me okay that there probably won't ever be any or that there isn't because pink sweats is here now and like he's giving me 
just like, I don't know, it's just the good popness that I needed in in my time. The good R&B mixed with like, I don't know, slow rap type goodness. He's good plus size, dark skin king. Um, we'll definitely be reposting some of his music and some of his Instagram photos because he's very beautiful and I'd like everybody to oh, see yeah, it. He is handsome. I'm into you, Pink Sweats. <laughs> yeah, but Heaven is a slow jam. Um, I, I'm loving the aesthetic of like the album artwork and everything, so I'm going to have to listen to the album that this is on, Pink Planet. I, hell yeah, okay, I need to go listen to it too. I just looked on his Instagram because I wanted to look at him and I saw him advertising it, so I'm glad that's the name. Um, he, I added it this song to my Valentine's Bay playlist, so I'll definitely be streaming that one tomorrow. Yeah, I definitely got to add a few other songs. I also added um, our the the next song to our playlist in the the more poppy section of my Valentine's Day playlist, Faded. By Alana Rich. Is it correct that she's a Portland artist? I'm pretty sure she is a, a uh, an artist from Portland. Uh, I saw that she worked with um, a local like uh, video and photography studio, so I assume she's also uh, also local, which is why I put it uh, originally why I put her on here, but also because the song is just pretty good in itself. Uh, it's got like really light disco dance pop vibes, um, and it's just like. It feels like the it's like a, like a perfect pop song. Yeah, it's, it's definitely like it sounds good for the radio. So she definitely should be like submitting that shit for sure. I went on her Instagram oh, for today. Sure. Make a clean version of this and submit. Definitely. <laughs> but it's good. Like I like her. It gave me like everything that I loved about Doja Cat without the Nazis, you know? Like it's just like really like <laughs> um, she's a queen and I love Alana Rich. So shout out to her. I just followed her on Instagram. She's cutie go stream her music because it really gives you the pop goodness. And I'm sure she's come out with lots of good sloppers. I haven't listened to them yet, but I'm really excited too because I'm sure she has a beautiful voice and maybe she could get some good. I'm gonna, maybe I'll add her to the Valentine's Bay playlist too. Oh yeah. I definitely need to do some Alana rich, uh, homework. Uh, but yeah, let's stream faded. Um, and also of course stream the next song, uh, <laughs> love story by Taylor Swift. <laughs> That's really Taylor's how we're rounding version. it out this week. Isn't that insane with Taylor Swift? Did we ever think we'd be here? Uh, no, honestly, to be honest, no. No. I, I did not think that she was going to be releasing anything I liked ever again. <laughs> no, I thought, like, I, I I I got blank space stuck in my head in, like, the other 1986 songs, I think? 1989. Oh, okay, sorry. I was close. Three years off. Which is her <laughs> best album, to be honest. But, Okay, I'm going to have to disagree because Fearless is my fucking shit and I streamed it this morning and I'm excited to hear her version of it. Um, this version of Love Story sounded the same, but like, I don't know, Fearless is a good album and it wasn't like Ali and AJ where it kind of sounded different and there were new words. It was just kind of the same. It was still Taylor Swift, you know? Yeah, there were new like riffs and stuff, but other than that... But it was like, no you know, like potential breakup song difference, you know? It was not like a... You know, yeah, I mean, yeah. but now we're supporting Taylor herself and not the, you know, not Scooter Braun managers yeah. who, uh, yeah, not Scooter Braun. Uh, yeah. Which I'm okay with, you know, as long as, as long as I'm not listening to Evermore or Folklore, I'm sorry, Evermore and Folklore gays. I just go to sleep when I listen to those albums and not in a good way. Um, but you can enjoy them. That's okay. I'm okay. I'm, I love that for you. Yeah, I don't really fuck with that entirely. Uh, but I was, I don't know. I'm excited because this, I don't know. I liked that album and it came out and like, I don't know, it came out when I was in high school and like around that age or a little bit younger than that actually. But I don't know. We just, 
Hit Home was a good soft one, good for young teenage girls, and I think it was... I'm excited for the re-release. And to see, like, I don't know what her version means to her, I guess, because I guess, like, oh, I looked this up last night and why she's re-recording it, and it's because... Scooter Braun bought the rights to the album and all like all of her directory, her all of her songs. So she's re-recording it. Uh, the masters. The masters, yeah. So she she's, owns the masters. He owns yeah. the masters. So she's re-recording them. So his masters are less valuable. So he can't like. So if he goes and sells them, it'll mean so much less to all of that stuff. I've actually never listened to Fearless in full, so I'm pretty excited to hear it it's good. through, like you know Taylor's it's version of too, it. It's not too like it's not too country, I don't think, which is why I like it. Okay, uh, good to know. Yeah. Hopefully she doesn't make it more country. But I, so I, I will, I will let it be known on the podcast that the first song I ever wrote was a parody to Love Story <laughs> about <laughs> Mario, Princess Peach, and Bowser when I was like 11. Wait, that's so fucking funny. I sang Love Story with um, two friends. I'll name them after the podcast um, at the talent show in fifth grade. Um and I, it was just so funny because I'm like f- my current height, like five three, and then both of them are like four six beneath me, and we're all wearing the same thing. And I look, I look almost like their mother. Like it's just ridiculous, but it was so funny. And we also, me and one of the girls, we also made a rap to um, Taylor Swift and T Pain's song that she made on SNL when she hosted it back in the day. So, so T Swizzle, so. T Swizzle, T Pain and T Swizzle on the same track. Can you hand tell me something something? Can you handle that? I don't know. Stream new banger Friday playlist every week because like there's some slappers and I don't know. Maybe we'll do another Taylor Swift song when it comes out. I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. We'll see. This shit's crazy, but I liked it. <laughs> Kinda. Yeah, I'm into it. I'm into it. Of course, you know, stream Love Story and stream all the rest of the songs on our new banger Friday. Ugh. Actually, actually, wait, wait to stream it until her version comes out. Stream the new version of Love Story, right? It's out. Wait, the uh, or I'm sorry, the new version. Well, the new version of Love Story is, but I'm saying don't stream the other oh, stuff. Do not stream her other stuff until the new album comes out. I think. Um. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, let's stick to that. I yeah. Think. <laughs> yeah. Wait till the new one comes out. I just feel like we shouldn't support Scooter Braun or anybody or. You know, just yeah. We should not be supporting old white men. We should be supporting young Latino gay rappers who are making body positivity. Who are making body positive songs like Triple XL? Are you talking about you? Yes, I'm talking about me. Support uh, oh, me. support you. Okay, follow Tono on Instagram at Tono the Rapper. You will not regret, and all the other things. And follow Hunter at at Hunter Drips on everything on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, and also follow them at Banes.co Hell yeah. on Instagram or Banes underscore co on TikTok. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Um, again, this month is Black History Month. We do want to shed a light on, on all of the Black voices we mentioned today and the icons and the fact that um, Tono and I are both offering discounted services for Black-owned businesses. So go ahead and reach out to us and know that this is a podcast where everybody is safe and we'll read anyone for we'll come for anyone for anyone who will say otherwise and you can come for us if we ever say something that's like you know not not it correct not not it you know a little tone deaf let us know we would love to grow um we would also love to grow as an audience so please listen to our podcast and our playlist 
Hell yeah. Every week we'll be updating it and you can listen to us any day you want. We come out with new episodes on Wednesdays. Thank you so much, everybody. It's really sweet of you to listen to a whole podcast of ours. We really appreciate you. Hope you all have a happy Valentine's Day, whether you're dating someone or not. Uh, just remember that it is a, uh, a holiday that was, uh, you know, created by capitalism. So uh, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. And thank you so much for listening to Triple XO, the song you're hearing right now. Uh, and we will see y'all next week. Bye, hotties. Triple XL, I just talk about his shirts. Size doesn't matter, being bigger doesn't hurt though. All graphic design by Hunter Drips of AppBains.co. All audio editing and mastering done by Antonio Tono Lucero. Intro music by Savan or at Von Got That She with two eyes on Instagram.